It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. At SAP Center at San Jose, the Sharks host the Colorado Avalanche with only five games left on the schedule and ten possible points on the table. Going into tonight's action, the Sharks are eight points behind the team with the last playoff spot, the St. Louis Blues. Yet in spite of that, Mark Edward Vlasic says it's pretty easy to remain engaged in working with young players and competing for wins. Well, we're not mathematically out. So until we are, we got to approach every game as if we want to win it. We want to win every game, but I don't think we're still out. So if you check, um, there's a slim chance, but you want to win every game you play. San Jose has lost three consecutive games against the Avalanche. And Coach Bob Bugner gave us his team's plan of attack against Colorado tonight. Yeah, some of the things we talked about this morning is obviously we got to tighten up in the face-off circle. Uh, that starts with the centerman, you know, winning the draw or if they're not, and they're having a tough time against a certain player that, you know, they've got to have a come up with a plan. And we talk about that all the time. So, um, you know, maybe tying up 50-50 wingers, helping out, whatever. So that's number one. Two is job assignments off the face-off. Um, you know, we, we had some misreads and um, some guys jumping in different areas where, um, you know, just didn't take the right guy. And, uh, and that for me is, you know, a lot of new faces and a lot of uh, guys not playing in certain situations against pretty good players. So we've tightened that up a little bit, talked about that. And really the last thing is, is, uh, um, you know, coming back into the D zone, arriving and, and stopping our feet and taking away the middle ice, sorting it out and talking and communicating a little more. They're going to get zone time. They're one of the best teams in the league at uh, offensive zone time. So they have a ton of possession, uh, not just against us, about everybody. It's a matter of sorting it out talking and communicating that's going to go a long way when we return the teal report will review that last game against colorado that's coming up next on the san jose sharks audio network the bay area bmw centers and the san jose sharks invite you to celebrate bmw sharks week test drive a bmw at a bay area bmw center from may 10th through may 16th and receive a 50 dollars sharks pro shop gift card while supplies last and right now through may 16th you can also enter for a chance to win a trip for two to the bmw m school in thermal california for full details visit bmw BMW, the ultimate driving machine. He scores! The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is on 24 hours a day. Whether you're in your office or on the go, make sure that you download the Sharks SAP Center app and hit listen anytime. We're proud to salute some of our founding partners. Kaiser Permanente, Del Grand Dealer Group, Hilton San Jose, and Jack Daniels. If it's a game broadcast, breaking news, or a player feature, the place to find it is right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. Final score, the Avalanche 4 and the Sharks 3. Time now for the instant replay of all of the activity at Ball Arena. Fans certainly enjoy this one. A crowd of 4,037 allowed into the building. And there were some Sharks fans here, but obviously a little bit tilted in the direction of the home team. It all began in the first period with a defensive struggle. The San Jose Sharks were outshot 15-10 by the Colorado Avalanche, but there was no scoring. 
And a lot of that had to do with the goaltending on both sides. Yosef Kozhenosh, the start of a brilliant evening, made all 15 stops. And on the other side of the ice, a totally competent effort by former Shark Devin Dubnik kept the score nothing-nothing. But then San Jose would get on the power play in the second period. Gabriel Landeskog, the captain of the Avalanche, took a two-minute penalty for goaltender interference at 346. That sets things up for the newly acquired skilled player on the Sharks roster, Alexander Barabanov, to bang one in on the power play. Sharks 0 for their last 28 on the power play. Here's a shot by Eric Carlson. Stick to side. Dubnik in nets to our left, looking on as his former teammates are throwing the puck with everything they've got at him. Carlson in deep. In front to Hurdle. Lost it. Barabanov shoots. He scores! Alexander Barabanov takes the puck and snaps it home. It's a power play goal. The 0 for 28 streak is over, and the Sharks are up 1-0. That was a great goal by Alexander Barabanov, his second from Tomas Hurdle and Eric Carlson. 1-0 Sharks, and all of a sudden, maybe a couple of seeds of doubt were being planted inside the Avalanche bench. However, Colorado doesn't allow those seeds of doubt to stay around for very long. And in fact, we got to a situation in the second period in which a four-on-four situation would occur. Dan Renouf took a two-minute holding penalty at 12.26, and the Sharks were on the man advantage. But seconds later, at 12.43, Brent Burns was called for interference on a play that Burnsy argued. And Scott Hannon, we weren't arguing with Burnsy. We were on his side on that one. Yeah, it was a play in the neutral zone, really, where Burns got out of the way, and he's he's allowed to be on that ice. He ends up trying to get out of the way, and I don't even think he touched the player. Maybe they clipped skates a tiny bit, but again, the, the Colorado Avalanche player, Nishushkin, I believe it was, fell, and the refs wanted to call it. And then Nathan McKinnon had a little bit more ice with four skaters aside for a few seconds, and when he has a little bit more ice, a lot usually happens. In front of the net, though, the Avalanche tip one, and guess what? They score. So after that big save by Kozhenosh, Nathan McKinnon in front of the net's not going to make a mistake. And he bangs it in to tie the score at one. Just as quickly as that. Lose a faceoff, critical part. Avalanche have it. McKinnon beats Hurdle. Hurdle doesn't like the faceoff. He protests, but McKinnon winds up in front of the net and pokes it home. There was something that Tomas Hurdle did not like about losing that faceoff. From the moment that the puck came back, he held out his arms as if to say, what on earth was that? Puck goes in the net, and then he was on the bench after the goal was in, and he was still really angry. Well, I finally saw the replay on the play. It's because McKinnon swept through the circle once. And then the puck was dropped, and he swept through again and won the faceoff. On the sweep through, you're supposed to get kicked out of the... He can't time it. So it's a double sweep through. And he ends up winning it. That The ref's got to call that. I, I would be uh, extremely mad if I was Thomas Schertel as well. Well, it resulted in this goal by McKinnon. So obviously, McKinnon getting his 20th goal of the season. Timmons and Rantanen, the assist. And it was the first of three goals against for the Sharks tonight on faceoff losses inside the defensive zone. Off the faceoff, however. They lose the draw, and the Avalanche score. Can you sense a theme here? Lose the faceoff, Burakovsky shooting it, and it gets through, and it comes from the top of the right-wing circle, and it's 2-1 to one Colorado. JT Comfort was the guy who won that faceoff, and so it was Burakovsky's 15th, 2-1. to one. Colorado would have the lead for the very first time. That was the score at the end of the second period. Colorado 2 and the Sharks 1. In the second frame, Colorado outshot the Sharks 21-4. to 
A season-high 19 saves in the period by Yosef Kozhenash. The kid was just brilliant tonight, and he gave the Sharks an opportunity to win this game. It continued in the third period when Kozhenash made another big save on Jonas Donskoy that had everybody absolutely flabbergasted. Shots on goal unofficially 38-16 in favor of Colorado. We've got 15-24 left in the third. Played to the front of the net, and oh, an amazing save by Kozhenash off Jonas Donskoy. He put his pads stacked and did the little scorpion move and lifted it up and made a save that looked impossible. It looked impossible, and by the time he got that second pad over to stack, if the save was already made by his lower pad, his right pad, I don't know how he stretched his body out like that, but he got a piece of that puck with the lower part of his toe outside, put it off the post on the play, as it turned out. That was probably his best save of the night, and it's our top-quality play brought to you by Floor & Decor. Top-quality floors, rock-bottom prices. you got to throw one to the goaltender on that one. Uh, I'm right with you. I thought that was an incredible save right when we saw it. I'm not sure if he hit the post because you're kind of amazed that he ended up getting over there on that, the athleticism he showed. Um, but it's definitely his best save of the night. No doubt about that. And the score was still tight. But unfortunately for the Sharks, here we go with yet another opportunity and a, a goal for Nemeth off of a face-off loss. Makar and McKinnon would get credit for the assist at 9.05. That turned out to be a very big goal to make the score 3-1 to one in favor of Colorado. But the Sharks, to their credit, stuck to the program. They wouldn't get discouraged. And even though they were down a man in the third period, it would be a defensive play by Evander Kane and a finish by Logan Couture that would get the Sharks close again. Right now with the puck, Avalanche tossing it around. McCarr lost it. Could be a breakaway for Kane. It is. He's by himself. He's in the zone. He shoots. Save made. Rebound. Score! Logan Couture trailing the play. Bangs it in. And the Sharks are down by one. Three to two. That was a shorthanded goal for Logan Couture, the Sharks' fifth shorty of the season. Evander Kane getting the assist at 9.55. And right there, a little bit of a perplexing call for me, maybe. But if you have Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen, maybe not so perplexing. Jared Bednar decided to try to challenge that on the basis of goaltender interference because Dubnik, the goaltender, lost his stick on the play as he was trying a poke check on Kane. Now, normally, you're not going to call that, but I guess they went for it. They decided that the referee's call on the ice was correct. It was a goal. It was a penalty on the avalanche for delay of game because of that. That was all at 9.55. Unfortunately, the Sharks were not able to score on that ensuing power play, and it came back in the momentum department on the avalanche's side when the McKinnon line started to go again. At 15.34, a big, big goal scored, the eventual game winner by Miko Rantanen. The way to listen online is to go to sjsharks.com slash listen. Off the faceoff, the avalanche win the draw, Taves the shot from the point, and it's in. A pressure goal for Colorado on another face-off win. 4.26 left in the third. It's 4-2. Avalanche looks like Rantanen might have deflected it. Rantanen did his 28th of a year. Taves the primary assist. Timmins, the other defenseman, getting an assist on the play. And again, how do you say it any other way? Three lost face-offs inside the defensive zone. Three goals against. That's the difference in the game. Yeah, and, they, and there was also some other ones that they just were able to create some sustained pressure off of. The best teams in, in the league, you give them a chance to get a controlled possession inside the zone with a with a, a cleanly won face-off, and they're going to get good looks. And, and good looks, it's hard to keep those type of players off the score sheet. Sharks were 25-36 and 36 on face-offs in this game, 41% to 59 for Colorado, and those 
critical face-off losses and critical goals against really changed the outcome of the night. The Sharks did have one more opportunity, and they would get one more goal, and here's how it happened. It was at 17:47. goaltender Yosef Kozhenash was pulled for the extra attacker, Sharks down by two, and they would come through. Puck deflected. Can it stay in? It does. Barabanov turns away from comfort. Backhand pass to Burns. Shot toward the net. Score! It was tipped in front. Tomas Hurdle right in front of the goal, causing all kinds of traffic. And the Sharks are down by one with an extra attacker goal. With only 2.13 to play, it should be Hurdle's. Hurdle's second point of the night, his 16th goal of the season from Burns and Alexander Barabanov. So Barabanov with one goal and one assist, and that made the score 4-3. to three. Sharks outshot the... Avalanche 11 to 8 in the third period, but we're outshot in the game 44 25. Again, that uh, magnifies the goaltending performance of Kozhenosh. Final score was 4 to 3 as they kept the net empty at the end, but were unable to generate anything else. That's our instant replay from the game on Saturday. When we come back, the Teal Report will look at tonight's game next on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. We've all been there. You're not feeling so hot and you want to see your doctor, but you're not so sure you can even get out of bed. Kaiser Permanente gives you care your way. So if you want to see your doctor in person, we can do that. But if getting in the car is the last thing you want to do, that's okay. Just schedule a video visit. Kaiser Permanente gives you high-quality care in person, online, or over the phone so you can thrive. Learn more at kp.org. Appointments is available and appropriate. The Hilton San Jose is the preferred hotel of the San Jose Sharks and SAP Center in San Jose. Experience something new. Close to home or from across the world, the Hilton San Jose is there for you with memorable offers and experiences. Enjoy the brand new guest rooms with luxurious Waldorf Astoria beds and upgraded amenities. We're committed to creating a safe and relaxing experience, including delivering an even cleaner stay from check-in to check-out. Visit sanjose.hilton.com now to make your reservation. We are Hilton. We are hospitality. For tonight's game against Colorado, Bob Bugner discussed his lineup. Uh, Gambrell looks like he might be ready to go here, so uh, he felt pretty good this morning. So if that's the case, uh, he'll go in for true. Um, back end, uh, it'll be a game-time decision um, what we do there. Um, and other than that, Jones, he's going to play in that. Barring any last-minute decisions, it looks like the defense is going to be the same as the last contest. And one of those D-men, Christian Yaros, talked about the challenge of Colorado today. Yeah, for sure. They have a lot of skills, guys, uh, a lot of good players. So it's a tough opponent. Uh, it's a big challenge, but uh, that's why we play. And that's all. The Avalanche are in a stretch in which they play five out of seven on the road. Jared Bednar, the coach of the team, talked about his club strategy. You know, we want to just make sure we're, we're approaching it the same way. Play rested guys, play healthy guys. If guys are dinged up, they may get a night off. Um but again, these are important games, so we're, we're out here to win uh, all of them if we can. Join us for the broadcast of the Sharks and the Avalanche at 7 o'clock Pacific time on the Sharks plus SAP Center app. I'm Dan Rusinowski. That's the Teal Report for today. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.